Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern Ned Reynolds actually made it into the studio today. I went by Ned's house. I said, get on the back, sir. I got a sled tied to my truck. Let's get there. He said, "Woo!" And I bet that sled would go pretty well, too, in this, in <laughs> this yeah, slush out there. That, uh, that's, this is good sledding weather. It is. It is. Well, hopefully we're done with this sledding weather after this round. But uh, we still have probably one more day of it to go. And then the warm-up this war- weekend, kind of a warm-up, if you will. So obviously, uh, judging by everyone's conversation um, in the world and people that I know, uh, a lot of people other than us didn't talk about the Winter Olympics a whole lot. So if that's any sign of how many people actually watched it on TV, not a good thing. It is a sign of how many people watched it on TV because it's an all-time loser for Olympic coverage in history. In history. that That is so hard for me to understand and believe, but the ratings were down 42% from 2018. 42%. That's incredible, folks. It's an average of about 11 million. I'm going to give you a comparison here. An average of about 11 million folks watched the Olympic coverage. Now, that's an average probably each day for the two weeks that it was on. The average number of people who watched the Super Bowl, 101 million. Now, there's a massive difference in the level. Of course, that's only one event. But in terms of the Winter Olympics, NBC has to be very disappointed. These are, these are horrendous ratings. And there's a, there's a reason why, in my opinion. Number one, pandemic. People's attention has been diverted. But number two, the Winter Olympics is not really indigenous to this country. Yeah, we have USA Olympians who are in the half pipe and the fancy skiing and so forth. But, other than the recreation individuals, how many really identify with that on a strong point? And the answer is not very many. It's not like the Summer Olympics where you have the traditional sports inclusive of basketball. Furthermore, the National Hockey League uh, telling their players they weren't going to play, that took away some of the luster as well. So, this is a big loss for NBC in terms of the uh, coverage, but their contract is in effect through 2032. 2032. Back in the old days, I was, boy, that's great. We have the Olympics now. I couldn't give a blast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it, it was an uphill battle to begin with. It's okay. like everything that you said, it being on the other side of the world, different times, everything was happening while we're sleeping. It, it definitely has. I mean, if it was on primetime, I'm sure that would probably have a lot more people watching. But again, we're, we're not a big bobsledding country. And we, we, you know, unfortunately, a lot of these sports, and I'm not, I don't mean anything to degrade it or whatever, but the rich kid sports. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, they are. Anyone can run a race. Anyone can uh, to, can throw a javelin, but like skiing, all that stuff, it's, that's 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 a, a privileged sport. And there's not a lot of people in this country that's like picking that stuff up. It is, in all honesty, an altogether different athletic culture yeah, absolutely. from what we are uh, accustomed to. Yeah. So yeah, there's there's the key reason. Yeah, big time. Um, so Team USA has a new Ryder Cup captain who is leading the team. Zach Johnson. Johnson has been an assistant captain on the Ryder Cup teams and now with with Steve Stricker stepping aside, Zach Johnson takes over. Now, there is no Ryder Cup this year. They played, of course, last September at Whistling Straits up in Wisconsin, and the USA won overwhelmingly 19-9. Well, the next Ryder Cup will be in 2023, next year, and it will be in Italy, in Marco Simone in Italy. The key is here 
The USA Ryder Cup team has not won in Europe in 30 years. 30 years. It used to be that the USA dominated the Ryder Cup, but no longer is that the case. The European golfers, many of whom play on the PGA Tour, so the, you know, the competition is, while it's very stringent and, uh, and uh, I want to say solid competition, these guys all know each other anyway from playing together as professionals. But be that as it may, it'll be Zach Johnson who takes over as the team captain. He'll be in charge of picking the key individuals to represent the USA in the Ryder Cup in 2023. Very cool, very exciting, and uh, he's definitely going to represent Team USA very well. And last but not least, uh, there's going to be some basketball played by Jury tonight. Is that right? There will be. The Drury University teams have a doubleheader. They play over at the O'Reilly Family Events Center. And the Quincy Hawks from up in Quincy, Illinois, are here to play. This is, of course, a Great Lakes Valley Conference game. Like all the other conferences... The D2s, as well as the D1s, and D3s, for that matter, are all coming to a conclusion of the regular season, and now they're looking ahead to tournament play, and that is the case with the Dury teams. They'll be going into the Great Lakes Valley Tournament, as will Quincy. And the tournament this year is being played in Edwardsville, Illinois, which is very close to Quincy. So uh, the fact of the matter remains that we will have tournament competition, but tonight's uh, games and the Lady Panthers, who are nationally ranked, will uh, begin play at 5.45 this evening against their counterparts from Quincy, and the guys play at 7.45. So has hell frozen over? Have the uh, players <laughs> and owners gotten together and hugged each other and shared a bowl of Skittles and decided that we're going to have baseball this year? Well, if hell freezes over <laughs> on the baseball scene, I want to see that because they're in Jupiter, Florida, <laughs> not very far away from Miami. It's, the Cardinals are the ones hosting these, these talks. Now, they continued for day three yesterday. They'll have day four coming up today. What I find interesting about these talks is that normally the press will review, oh, no progress made or some progress made or, or something of that nature. There has been nothing forthcoming from either side. So when you uh, can you view that optimistically like they're coming close to an agreement or agreeing on certain issues? It's difficult to say. The one positive factor, actually two positive factors. Number one, they're continuing to talk. And number two, there were more players on hand for the talks yesterday in Jupiter than there have been in the past. Does that mean anything? I don't know. Max Scherzer, you may all be familiar with Max Scherzer. He's one of the highest paid players in Major League Baseball, <laughs> making $36 million a year. He showed up for the talks in his Porsche. I think that uh, resonated quite well yeah, with the Yeah, I don't owners. think a whole lot of people are going to be feeling that bad for him. Well, and uh, here's here's another key. If the lockout, and it's got to be, this has to be settled. Major League Baseball has said this. It has to be settled by Monday or the season will be shortened. They're not going to make up any games that are postponed because of this lockout. Not going to make them up. The season will be shortened. And the players will not be paid. In a case like Scherzer, how about this? $232,000 a day is what he would miss. Hmm. Now, if you're making $36 million, I never having been in that category, I don't know how much of a pain that would be, but it is a subtraction. I don't care who you are. Anyway, that's the situation. They continue to talk. We'll find out more about what's going to happen. Well, hopefully uh, it gets a little colder down in Jupiter, Florida <laughs> soon. Um, I know you were at JQH Arena last night with about a 1,000 people. <laughs> but, hey, 
At least they showed up for the last Bears home game of the season. Did they get the dub? They did. 83-67 over Bradley. This is a team that the Bears had to have a last-second shot to beat up in Peoria, Illinois. Bradley isn't all that bad a ball club. They don't shoot as well as the Bears do, but they do play, or at least they did, play a solid level of defense. But the Bears were hot last night. They were shooting very well, over 53% for the game. And Isaiah Mosley, now figure this one out. Figure this out. Isaiah Mosley had seven points against Northern Iowa on Sunday. Last night he had 33 Mm, Jekyll and Hyde. Well, who showed up? Well, Mr. Hyde did in this case with 33 points, a pretty good deal. Gage Prim playing his final home game as a Bear at 14. And the, and the fans liked it. There were about 1,800 fans on hand, which is just embarrassing for Missouri State. But it was, a, a, I guess you could call it a compromise night in some respects. But having said all that, it was a very good performance, and the Bears shot well. And that makes the big difference as they get set. Now, one, there's one final game remaining. And that's Saturday in Evansville, and the Evansville Aces are really, really bad. Well, hopefully they can finish off their regular season with a dub, and we've actually got the Lady Bears playing tonight as well, don't we? They take the court at JQH, and they will be playing Evansville. The Evansville Lady Aces will be over here to play, and this is the next-to-last, or what's penultimate is the word, the penultimate game for the Lady Bears. They'll have their final home game on Saturday, which will be Senior Day as well. So the season is wrapping up. Teams are getting ready for their conference tournaments, which are forthcoming here in the next couple of weeks. For the Bears, it's next week. Yeah, I know. It's coming up real quick. And I would say they're probably going to end up in third place. So they'll be the third-seeded team, which would mean they play on Friday, time to be determined. But it's a, it's a good team, and this team has the capabilities of doing some big-time damage in that competition. Very cool stuff, Ned. Will you be safe getting around town? And I will see you tomorrow, sir.